grab up as Monday Night Madness on Beyond the Airwaves, the Infinity Project. Good evening, everybody. It's Monday Night here at Beyond the Airwaves, the Infinity Project. Yeah, we're in front of the long week. Uh-huh. But we'll do the best we can to get through it. Anyway, it is Monday, which means it's time for Weekend Wrap-Up of Monday Night Madness. That's right. We're going mad. You hear? Mad! Mad! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway. Anyway, I'm your host for tonight. I am on blog stream, and I'm joining the line by two of my crazy cohorts. First, we have Red Ranger Tim. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, my dear. Oh, yeah. And we also have our AZ Magician. Good evening to you, my dear. Hello, how's everybody going? Good, tired, but good. Yeah, I have to go give my puppies a little bit. Okay. And a little bit. Yeah. Well, let's see. The first thing, let's see. I, th- there was some kind of an event yesterday, um, that took place in the in Atlanta. I think it's called the Super. Bore. The super <laughs> bore. Yeah, the cheaters won. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but it was the lowest scoring Super Bowl ever. 13 to 3. That's it. That was a no, that was a good game. Good defensive wise, yeah. But seriously, I was kind of hoping that um the Rams would win. But then again, the city of New Orleans decided to boycott the Super Bowl, and they aired the Super Bowl game they won back in 2010. Yeah. <laughs> but you want to know something? I'm not a big sports fan, but my mom went with not the the Rams, but the other team. The Patriots? The New England Patriots. But the only reason she went for the Patriots is for Bill. Yeah, he's a he's the late he's late a neighbor. Late neighbors, my husband, my neighbor's late husband, mm-hmm. and he um, would have been right there, cussing out New England like crazy. Yep. Because <laughs> I did get to meet Bill a couple times, so. Yeah. Oh, you do not want to be in the same room with him. Oh, no. You know. Especially when it's time for the football. It's like, do not disturb. You do. (laughs) You will regret it. (laughs) And he forgets when there's ladies in the house. Let's put it that way. But In other words, he forgets when women are present. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, that but yeah, the game bad. the game was not exciting at all. Let's see, um, the halftime show. Now, some people were saying the halftime show was boring. Others said it was entertaining. It had Maroon Five. Now, the biggest thing I was concerned about is were they going to um do a kneel? Thankfully, they did not. In no, fact, they... in fact, nothing political happened at all during the halftime show, and I think that's what actually got some people upset. I feel Shit. like I feel like that is the most refreshing um, thing that's happened to a super to a Super Bowl halftime show in ages. I know, I know. And people are complaining that nothing political happened. I'm glad they're did. they didn't. I uh, know, I'd be glad too. I'll be worried. right back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I I was worried. But then again, I didn't even bother to watch the game at all because I really had no interest because of the Pats. And when these days are going to lose... Let's see. Um, well, hey, their time's going to come. Their time will come. Yeah. Need I say more? 
No. no. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Oh, yeah. Our resident joker, Mike, he's a little under the weather tonight, so he's he could not make it tonight. He's like, don't worry about it. Your health goes first. After all, look what happened to me, remember? I was sick, so we couldn't even do a show. And, you know, speed of recovery, Mike. We hope to see you tomorrow. If not, don't worry. We'll be ready. <laughs> we know. Hey, we got the websites. We know. Yep. We know. We understand. We understand sick, ill, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All the other horseshit that comes with being human. Yep. Like that song, I'm only human after all. I forgot who sings yeah. it though. <laughs> Hold on. Hey okay. Cortana. Who sings the song I'm only human after all? Rag and Bone Man. Yeah. Trust me, when you hear it, it's pretty unusual. All right. Well, anyway, oh, oh boy, New York Post is super bored. Well, even the article that the um, reporter wrote in the news or paper this morning said the same thing. Mhm. Was not impressed with the Super Bowl at all. Yeah. Yeah, oh, excuse me, my eyes are itchy. Ow, ow. All right, well, let's see. Uh, ah, hold on, my eyes are my eyes are playing games with me again. Ow. Oh, excuse me. Okay, I've done that one. Been there, done that. Let's see. Got the T-shirt. Yep. Been there, done that. Got the T-shirt. Ah. Mhm. Sorry, I was scooting back in my chairs. Okay, that one may be too dark. The images in that one. It's getting dark. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here's something interesting: the the box office results for the weekend. You know, it's terrible when number one, the number one movie, doesn't even even get the ten million dollars. And number two, the local news every Monday would usually have the box office results in the entertainment news segment. They didn't bother to have it. Oops. Yeah, but the good news is we do have the Lego Movie 2 coming out this weekend, so things should begin to pick back up just a wee bit. Yeah, oh my God. I, ho- yeah, I hope so for the sake of the studios. Yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, um, replicas... <laughs> It's still managing to stay it's still managing to stick on the on the list. Welcome back. Oh, I was just telling everybody the, the the box office was so bad. The number one movie did not even make ten million dollars. Well I guess this wasn't a good weekend for people to go out to watch a movie. Yeah. Part of the pro I think part of the problem was probably the weather. Another part of the problem was the Super Bowl. Cheaters won. Yeah, well, listen, karma will hit them sooner or later. Well, you have to remember they lost last year to Philly, so. I'm not losing to Philly last year. I I am fully aware of the fact that they conducted Deflate Gate, and I'd like to see them literally punished for. Oh! Speaking of deflate gate, I saw this picture on Facebook. It had these footballs lined up. And this is uh-huh. under the effect back New England, your balls are ready. 
Ooh. All the are going Good one. Paging New England, Paging New England, your balls are ready. <laughs> Speaking of balls, I saw this thing on Facebook that I think is truly disgusting. You know what the trend is now? Oh, no. What is it? Putting gold glitter on your dog's nut sacks. Okay. Oh, my God. Whoever's doing that really needs to get their head examined badly. Uh, Yeah. As for me, that would be a form of abuse, especially if they don't check to see if the glitter is toxic. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tell you something. I found... I found a an article over the weekend that, uh, frankly, it deserves an extreme rant rocket. Which one is oh boy, it? Here we go. A couple. Okay, the first, uh, this one, Mary Poppins is one of the most beloved movies of all time. A U a, a, an academic or a professor is branding it racist for blacking up in the iconic sweeps rooftop scene. Okay. Now I'm gonna put the link. I'm gonna put. Yep. I'm gonna put the link in here first. Then I'm going to fire the extreme ramp rocket because, as far as I'm concerned, that's what it needs right now. So take cover. <laughs> posted two days ago. It was in the Daily Mail. Mary Poppins branded racist by U.S. academic for blacking up an iconic sweeps rooftop scene. So, here's what's going on. Dame Julie Andrews' performance as Mary Poppins is racist, says a U.S. academic who accuses her of blacking up when her face is covered with soot as she dances with chimney sweeps. The scene in which Poppins joins Dick Van Dyke's Burt and his fellow sweeps on a rooftop for the song Step in Time is one of the best love moments in the 1964 Disney classic. But writing in the New York Times under the headline, Mary Poppins and a nanny's shameful flirting with blackface, Professor Professor Daniel Pollock Pelsner attacks the scene. Not surprisingly, the film's legions of devoted fans have reacted with disbelief. The literature professor acknowledges that Poppins' face is covered with soot because she has gone up the chimney with the charges Michael and Jane Banks. But he writes, her face gets covered with soot, but instead of wiping it off, she gamely powders her nose and cheeks and gets even blacker. He also links the scene to racism in the books by P.L. Travers, particularly in the 1943 novel Mary Poppins Opens the Door, when a housemaid screams at a sweet, don't touch me, you black heathen. He writes, the 1964 film replays this racial panic in a farcical key. When the dark figures of the chimney sweeps step in time on a roof, a naval buffoon, Admiral Boom shouts, we're being attacked by Hottentots, and orders his cannon to be fired at the cheeky devils. We're out on the joke, such as it is. They aren't really black Africans. They're grinning white dancers in blackface. It's a parody of Black Menace. It's even posted on a white nationalist website as evidence of the film's racial hierarchy. Extraordinarily, Pollock Pelzer has even found fault with the recently released sequel, Mary Poppins Returns, starring Emily Blunt. So there's more. He said he was surprised by the song, a cover is not the book, because it because of its reference to a wealthy widow called Hyacinth Macaw, who wears only a smile plus two feathers and a leaf. In the original 1934 book Mary Poppins, the character is a scantily clad Negro lady who addressed the nanny in a minstrel dialect. The racial references were removed in a 1981 revision of the book. 
Fans online have reacted with fury to the professor's views. One to write of the piece as a candidate for the stupidest New York Times article for some time. Another said Mary Poppins wasn't flirting with blackface. It was soot in their faces from being up a chimney. Stop spreading racism claims on non-racist things like this. A third wrote, come on now, leave Mary Poppins out of this. Chimney sweeps in London did have coal dust on their faces. Didn't make them, or Mary for that matter, racist. Uh, now, it says last night, but um, I think it's like a couple days later. Down. Downton Abbey creator Julian Fellows, who collaborated on a 2004 stage adaptation of Mary Poppins that returns to the West End later this year, said the scene when the nanny puts soot on her face is meant to be a gesture of support for the sweeps. All she wants to do is join the sweeps and show them she isn't standing apart, that she wants to belong to that group. It's a touching scene, and it displays a warm friendliness towards the sweeps. One of the subtexts of the whole thing is that the sweeps are these marvelous people, which is Travers' way of saying there is no such thing as an ordinary man and woman. The film remains one of the most successful ever made and picked up five Oscars, including Best Actress for Dame Julie. The sequel, Mary Poppins Returns, which features cameos from Meryl Streep and Van and Dick Van Dyke has taken in two hundred and forty five million pounds worldwide. Now obviously the number's a little bit bigger, but then this is out of England. Um uh, a couple nights later, Dr. Pollock Pilsner, who is based at Linfield College, Oregon, told the mail on Sunday, I don't like hearing that something I loved and that something that was important to me in my childhood might be more troubling than I assumed. So I appreciate the strength of the reaction. I just hope some of that energy can go to Disney as well and ask them to think a little bit more on how their new movies connect with the past. Dave Julie was unavailable for comment. It's like, really? What planet are you on? The planet of denial, I guess. Or the planet of stupid. Yeah, oh. definitely definitely is handed for this. You are stupid. 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 And don't forget, you are stupid. It's like seriously, dude. You're just one person. A lot of people have reacted with anger on you. You need to grow up. Okay. <laughs> and now everyone wants to play the race car on everything. It's like, screw it. What is that other thing they played the race card on? Uh, I don't know. Um... I've lost my mind. I don't know. <laughs> well, you better go catch it before it gets too far away. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. In the meantime, I had found something. <coughs> I found something where <laughs> I had read it to Janet in the wave. I read it so seriously, she practically had fallen for it. So here it is. Breaking news. The remains of six missing for days were found buried today in the yard of a southwest side homeowner. Among the grizzly remains were pheasant, mallard, monkey, fox, octopus, and another two mangled for a positive ID. Still missing but feared dead are hippo, bear, and monkey number two. A suspect has been identified, but so far she refuses to talk. The good news is it's a photo of a dog with its mangled toys. <laughs> I fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Yep. <laughs> To quote Bugs Bunny, I'm gullible. <laughs> Surely beats you to it, Tim. Yep. Beat me what? Surely, <laughs> surely beat you to it. Oh, I've got a Beating picture. You, gonna... <laughs> you didn't repeat what you just read. No, I tagged him. He knows. <laughs> okay. I am going to drop a picture into Skype chat. It's nothing that has to do with anything racial or stupidity-wise, but I want you guys to see this. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I'm going to post it in... Would you like it in Skype or Facebook chat? Facebook, uh, Facebook chat. chat. Okay, hold on. I'll get there. Let's see. Hmm. 
Oh boy. <laughs> I gotta share this one. Okay. This is what happens when it gets too cold that even the fire hydrants can't take it. Look at that picture in Facebook chat, you guys. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Crazy cold. Yeah. Take that a look is, at that it. That is Jim. weird. It's like it, 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 all the, it looks like it's all the way up that tree. Uh-huh. You know, I just said you okay. two again. <laughs> oh, bad. <laughs> and That's it right. was a pity mix, too. It was a pity mix, too. The dog. Uh uh but that's right. I have no Monet for Degas to make the Van Gogh because I'm Baroque. <laughs> that is bad. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, here's something fun. Replace one word in a metal song title with potato. Let's see. Let's see. We could have, instead of Unforgiven by Metallica, Potato by Metallica. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to potato. Yeah. We're not going to potato it. We're not going to potato it. Yep. Your turn, Tim. Huh? He he can take a non-metal song. Yeah. I have no idea what you two are talking about. Okay. Now, here's here's something fun. Replace one word in a song title. I don't understand that either. Okay. Replace one word in a song title with potato. Like Bohemian potato. How about potato one more time? There you go. Oh! Mike's going to have a review of Kingdom Hearts 3. He finished it! Wow, that didn't take you long, Mike. Nope. He has finished the game. Oh, geez. Tables are for eating customers only. No loitering. And there's a picture of what's-his-name from Silence of the Lambs. Hello, Uh Coleries. Table for one. (laughs) Ouch. Ow, ow, ow. Hold on my ear. Ah. There, that's better. Let's see. Oh, yeah. I got to share your story, Janet. The good one. Okay. The feel good one. Okay. Yeah. The feel good one. You know, most of us have had this up through this cold, right? Well, try this. A Chicago woman was able to book 30 rooms for homeless people amid extreme cold conditions. Yeah. She started off doing it on her own. Mm-hmm. But people got wind of what she's... It was only supposed to be for a few nights. But people mm-hmm. got wind of what she was doing and gave her... And raised, gave, donated more money so she could extend it. Yeah. Uh, so here's what happened. And this is this is the one Janet posted. More than 100 homeless people in Chicago were given a warm place to stay with fresh clothes and food as temperatures died below zero thanks to Candace Payne, a 34-year-old real estate broker from the Windy City. Payne came into national prominence earlier this week after she not only used her credit card to book 30 hotel rooms for homeless people amid record low temperatures in Chicago, but also organized a caravan of trucks and cars to provide them transportation and made them care packages. Payne told the New York Times in an interview on Saturday that she made the decision to help in a spur of the moment. It was 50 below, and I knew they were going to be sleeping on ice, and I had to do something, she continued. According to the Times, Payne paid $70 per room for all 30 rooms when she made the booking at the local Amber Inn on Wednesday night. At the time, temperatures in Chicago reportedly reached a low of 25 degrees. I think it's supposed to be 25 degrees below zero. But after her effort, 
But after her effort began to gain more attention, Payne had started to see an overwhelming amount of donations to her Cash App account to continue funding the effort. That's when Robin Smith, the manager of the Amber Inn, told the Times that others in the community started to piggyback off Candace and anonymously call in to pay for more rooms. So Smith lowered the prices to accommodate everyone. Smith said her inn eventually had 60 rooms occupied later this week as part of the effort. And though the rooms were initially supposed to just be booked until Thursday night, Payne says she received enough money, over $10,000, to provide warm shelter and food to the homeless people until Sunday. I am a regular person, Payne told the Times. It all sounded like a rich person did this, but I'm just a little black girl from the South Side. I thought it was unattainable, but after seeing this and seeing people from all around the world, that just tells me that it's not that unattainable. We can all do this together. Payne also said she is exploring more ways to help homeless people in her community. This was a temporary fix, and it has inspired me to come up with more of a permanent solution, she added. Well, you know what? It just goes to show you that it's like I said when I posted it. It's nice that there are still good people out there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There are still good people out there. But, you know, you hear all about the wickedness in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going to say I mentioned him once. Number 45 needs to take an example from her. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I wish that somebody, like, something would come along and would, um, excuse me, it would come along and just strip everything from him. Mm-hmm. I mean, totally everything. His fortune, his <clears throat> swanky houses, mm-hmm. his fancy clothes. Those phony hair pieces of his, and let him live oh with the my. people he and let him live with the people he condemns so much. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't survive. Uh uh-uh. uh 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 uh. No way he wouldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, sorry. Oh, here's another joke. Firefighter was working on the engine outside the station when he noticed a little girl nearby in a little red wagon with little ladders hung off the side and a garden hose tightly coiled in the middle. The girl was wearing a firefighter's helmet. The wagon was being pulled by her dog and her cat. The firefighter walked over to take a closer look. That sure is a nice fire truck, the firefighter said with admiration. Thanks, the girl replied. The firefighter looked a little closer and noticed the girl had tied the wagon to her dog's collar and to the cat's testicles. Little partner, the firefighter said, I don't want to tell you how to run your rig, but if you were to tie that rope around the cat's collar, I think you could go faster. The little girl replied thoughtfully, You're probably right, but then I wouldn't have a siren. Okay, never mind. Did you get that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, there was another. Th- there was another thing that um, got people upset about the halftime show. Uh, Maroon Five had a song in a 2001 episode of SpongeBob SquarePants called "Happy Victory." It never got played. Which made a lot of people not happy. <laughs> I wonder why SpongeBob ain't the most popular. Yeah. SpongeBob's been around almost twenty years. Too much. Let's see. Let's see. One of the biggest highlights: Gladys Knight doing the national anthem. No, the biggest highlight came after that. Oh yeah, the Thunderbirds. The Thunderbirds. Well, you want to know something that almost didn't happen? It almost didn't happen. Yeah, because they're having <clears throat> some slight issues with the roof, but they got. That's what I told you roof. yesterday morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but a lot of people, a lot of people praised her for the praised her for the national anthem. So, so good for her. Oh, excuse me. Your excuse. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. And then I have this. Okay, try this offer size. Uh, There's a picture of a doctor looking at the sheriff's foot. Doctor saying, does it hurt? Sheriff says, it's sort of a shooting pain. In other words, he shot his foot. (laughs) He shot himself in the... Okay. I've got some... Now, this is something you could probably hear right on Kids Save the Darndest Things. Mm -hmm. How old is your father? He is six years old. What? How is this possible? He became father only when I was born. Logic. (laughs) Children are quick and always speak their minds. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Maria, go to the map and find North America. Here it is. Correct. Now, class, who discovered America? The entire class. Maria. (laughs) Lynn, how did you spell crocodile? K-R-O-K-O-D-I-A-L. No, that's wrong. Maybe it's wrong, but you asked me how I spell it. Ah, got it. (laughs) Donald, now see if you can figure this one out. Donald, what is the chemical formula for water? H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O. It's... Oh, I got it. H-2-O. What are you talking about? Yesterday you said it's H-2-O. Touche, kid. Clyde, your composition on my dog is exactly the same as your brother's. Did you copy his? No, sir. It's the same dog. I want to adopt (laughs) this kid. Harold, what do you call a person who keeps on talking when people are no longer interested? A teacher. <laughs> oh. Okay, enough. Okay. I find a lot this, of good ones going. Yeah. Oh, this is funny. This was posted four hours ago by one of our local meteorologists, February 4th, 2019, 5.20 p.m. The moment Eric realized mosquitoes are back. Because guess what? Last week, we were in the 20s. Today, it was 70. By Thursday, it'll be almost 80 where I'm at. Can you say the weather is weird? <laughs> oh, man. We had temperatures up in 70, 75 degrees, and we sat with door open last week. This week, we will be lucky if it gets out of the 60s. Mm-hmm. For us... That's cold. We would turn off the heater, open the front and back door, and let the dogs look out. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Uh-huh. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Oh, my. Oh, good grief. Knock it off, Cheryl, please. Sorry, I can't help it. Okay. Ow, ow. Eyes again. Hold on. Uh, Every time my eyes get watery, it turns crazy itchy. All right. Uh, Let me get my glasses back on because I'm not like Velma. My glasses. I can't see without them. Jinkies. 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 Yep. Jinkies, what my glasses. Harley, where did you get those glasses? Harley, where are you? Huh? Where's Harley? I'm right here. Where did you get those glasses, Harley? Oh, I got them at the, um... I got them at the, um... 2020 boutique. Okay. Why do they look like Thelma's glasses? Well, they were prescribed. They were prescribed. I have Thelma's exact problem. Hmm. No chicken wings, right? Nope. No chicken wings. 
Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm developing some sort of vision issue, like some sort of astigmatism. All right. Uh, here's something interesting. If you if you follow a show called Legion on FX, it's been on for two seasons. Number three is going to be the last. Yeah, number three shall be the last one. But I guess, but the creator wanted it that way. <laughs> So I guess that's a kind of a good thing. Oh yeah, um something important I have not mentioned yet. Um if you have been a fan of The Young and the Restless, you know there's a an actor named Christoph St. John. Unfortunately, yesterday he was found dead. He was the black actor in it, wasn't he? Yes. He and Shamar Moore were always a cool combo. Oh. Yes, he was found dead yesterday. He may have he may have overdosed on alcohol. Oh man, that bites a lemon, big time. Oh yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, here's here's what's um here's what's hap- here's what uh what the what the behind the behind the scenes. He had lost his son at 24, and his son was his son was 24. He committed suicide, and Christoph St. John had been struggling since that happened. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I never was a big soap opera fan. Bob was. I wasn't. I'm not. I, wasn't. Either, I recognize him from these roles and things. Of course, Shamar Moore is now the star of SWAT. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, the only reason I know about The Young and the Restless is it comes on after Dr. Phil. Yep. I only ever watched Days of Our Lives, and I had I stopped watching that some eight or so years ago. Yeah, because sometimes the stories just would not make sense. <laughs> well, you know, and, and you know and, what? And, 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 and they went too young, too fast, and they they killed off some favorite characters, and it's like, no, nah, this is not any fun to watch anymore. Yeah. Well, Bob, and the thing, another thing about soap operas, is you can miss the the um, storyline for three or four weeks and go back and you can pick up the storyline real easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you won't you won't have missed anything really. Yeah. This is always comfortable. Hmm. Okay. Well, I found something interesting. Um, all right. Uh, NBC was supposed to do something in May called Hair Live. You know, I, th- I think it has to do with the play Hair. Well, guess what? They scrapped it. I wonder why. Oh, Give me a head with hair. Long, beautiful hair. Yep. That one? Hair... Yeah, that's the one. So let me explain what happened here. This is of Deadline.com. So here's what happened. NBC scraps plans for Hair Life will refocus on family-friendly musicals. So NBC is not proceeding with Hair Life, which has been scheduled to air May 19th as the network's next live musical. There are no plans for the counterculture classic to air at a later date, though the network remains committed to live musicals and plans to return to the type of broad appeal productions that launched its live musical franchise. Live musicals are a part of this network's DNA, and we are committed to continuing that tradition with the right show at the right time. Paul Telegdi and George Cheeks, co-chairman, NBC Entertainment, said in a joint statement. Since these shows are such enormous undertakings, we need titles that have a wide appeal, and we're in the process of acquiring the rights to a couple of new shows that we're really excited about. Since the premiere date for Hair Live was announced, it turned out that it would have to face. You ready for this? You ready for this one, Tim? The series finale of HBO's Game of Thrones. Ooh, maybe that's and, another reason why they scrapped it. 
Yeah, and the season finale of ABC's American Idol. That's yeah, that was it's like oh boy, the killer competition played a role in NBC's decision not to go forward with hair. It's also likely it also likely was informed by the low ratings for Fox's Rent last month, because I don't know if you know this, um, they had to show the dress rehearsal instead of the live musical because the star broke his ankle. So. Well, that's not the network's fault. The, the I know. Had an accident. Me- yeah, but the problem is it messed everything up. Anyway, both are geared more towards adults and like here, which tackles the Vietnam War. Rent touches on a tough subject, the AIDS epidemic. Uh, the highest-rated live TV musicals to date have been NBC's The Sound of Music and The Wiz and Fox's Grease, all white, family-friendly shows. Hair Live was the last live musical greenlighted by former NBC chairman Bob Greenblatt, a big theater buff who kickstarted the current wave of musicals on broadcast TV in 2013 with The Sound of Music. Diane Paulus and Alex Rudzinski were tapped as directors in July, and the special has been actively casting. Neil Marone, who has executive produced all of NBC's live musicals to date, was executive producing for Universal TV and MGM Television with Greenblatt's involvement. So, I guess... um, so I guess that means, you know, we're, no no, no musical in May, but you know what? That's okay. This is probably for the right reason. Because, you know, May yeah. 19th just, happen, just happens to be the grand finale for Game of Thrones. Yeah. And there's been a lot of speculating, too, over who gets the Iron Throne. Yeah. We'll just have to I have a feeling I know who it's going to be, but I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Daenerys? Daenerys? It's either going to be... Okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess. Now, I barely watch this show because I don't have HBO, but I'm going to guess it's, e- it's either going to be Daenerys Targaryen or Jon Snow. One of those two is going to end up with it. You know what would really be funny? I wonder I wonder if they're like Las Vegas odds makers already on this. Oh, duh. <laughs> Can I say? Hmm? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to find the article that I saw this morning. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I think I I think I will say who I think it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and, I'll put, and I'll say why I think it is. Well, okay. I'll, I'll hint at why I think it is. Having binge watched Game of Thrones back in 2017, and I can't believe I remember as much of it as I do, waiting for the last season to actually start hearing in a couple months. The one that I think will ultimately win the Iron Throne is actually Jon Snow. And the reason I believe it's going to be John rather than Daenerys or anybody else actually is tied with my uh, education, believe it or not. Uh, if they follow the rules of lineage like they did back in the medieval time, mm-hmm. uh, they it, and the, the throne comes available, it normally goes to the oldest male child. Now, to understand why I believe it's John, you have to, okay, it's been two years. This is not a, really a spoiler anymore. Yeah. But you have to know who, you have to know who Jon Snow really is. Mm-hmm. His real name is not Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. His name is Aeon Targaryen. He's actually related to Daenerys. And if you remember back in season one... Robert Baratheon was on the throne because he was the head of state at the time. He had actually usurped the previous ruler who was the legitimate ruler. And I don't remember the king's name off the top of my head, except that he was a Targaryen. Now think about how going back to the whole the whole lineage thing, going to the eldest male child 
Well, that would be Jon Snow by definition. Mm-hmm. Daenerys wants the throne, but she's going to realize that Jon is her relative and probably beats her out for the throne. But in the end, I think she's going to be fine with that. Because mm-hmm. the throne rightfully belongs in Targaryen hands. So my prediction is it's going to be Jon Snow. All right. Yeah, well, at least Jon Snow didn't bring you any more snow. <laughs> no, no, he could just deliver Daenerys things. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh, Daenerys, Daenerys, Daenerys. <laughs> oh, Why I'm talking yeah. like that, I don't know. <laughs> Marsha, but Marsha, I love Marsha. Yeah. I just like that name, Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> Daenerys Targaryen. Yep. Daenerys, Daenerys, Daenerys. Daenerys. <laughs> can, yeah, I, I, you know what? You know, you know what? You, you, you just said, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Could you imagine Game of Thrones going Brady Bunch? <laughs> I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but. Oh, God, please. I've only seen two episodes. <laughs> oh, my. How do you manage seeing two episodes of Game of Thrones? Both at GT South. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Mike somebody Cat said. Taylor. Somebody said, "Are you sure you want to watch this? It's an HBO show." I said, "Yes, I know it's an HBO show, so I will be expecting language, nudity, and plenty of violence." So. <laughs> was it's it like, as yeah, bad as you aware. thought it was going to be? Well, it's not that bad. Of course, the episode, the, one of the first episodes I saw was, oh, what's that? What's that guy's name? Ramsey? Ramsey? Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey Bolton. Yes, that that guy. Yeah. See, I don't like see, that guy. Oh, I I can see why well, a lot of people don't like that guy. Office, they don't have to. <laughs> Yeah, he let the dog. Yeah. yeah, he let the dogs do that. <laughs> oh, must be Rottweiler type dog. I should wipe that that uh, smug look off his face, but uh, no need to worry about that because he's kind of sort of dead. <laughs> oh man, I'm kind of glad that I don't have HBO. I'd be drawn to that show, and then. What the hell am I watching? Yeah. It's actually so good, I would love to get my hands on the box. I really mm-hmm. would. Yeah. That's true. Here's <sighs> me. Sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to find anything that's like... Okay. Uh sorry if you hear if you heard that um one of my coworkers and I we both do um receipt pal, she does another app too. We just have to exchange our receipts. <laughs> Let's see. Excuse me. Oh boy. <laughs> What'd you find? No, uh, one of my old, one of my old high school friends said did this. Let me see. I hope let's see if this works. Alexa, play my dad sucks by Descendants. <laughs> okay. He's actually playing it. Yep. Alexa, you can stop now. Play My Dad Sucks. (laughs) I would would ask Alexa to uh, tell Alexa that he'd be a little silhouette of a man. Let's see if this might work. Let's see. Alexa, I'm a a little... little, Oh, shoot. (laughs) Screwed up. Hey, Cortana. (laughs) Oh, my. Turn off Spotify. Okay, let me try that again. Alexa, 
I see a little silhouette of a man. She said, I'd give it a go. She said, I would give it a go, but I think Freddie Mercury could do a much better job than I could. (laughs) I can't I got the Amazon Alexa app on my iPhone, and I can't make the damn thing work. Mm. Is it turned on? Yeah, yeah, it probably is. Well, the good news is I have the actual Echo Dot. That's why That's why it was able to work. <laughs> Cortana works with Cortana, too. Mm-hmm. Spotify has that song. Let's get Spotify. Oh, 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 I've got to share this one. Is it good or bad? It's really good. Trust me, it is really, really good. Another feel good good story? No, it's just good damn funny. (laughs) Where are you posting it at? Uh, it's on my wall, but you two have been tagged. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, mm-hmm. grumpy. Oh, grumpy cat in the Darth Vader costume. (laughs) 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 Uh, Let's see, Janet, you posted this one. Which one? I said the day the penis the day the day the penis asked for a raise? Oh, yes, yes. I thought I tagged him in that. You did. Go ahead and read it. Go ahead and read it. All right. I, the penis, hereby request a raise in salary for the following reasons. I do physical labor. I work at great depths. I plunge headfirst into everything I do. I do not get weekends or public holidays off. I work in a damp environment. I work in a dark workplace that has poor ventilation. I work in high temperatures. My work exposes me to contagious diseases. Sincerely, Penis. The response. Dear Penis, after assessing your request and considering the arguments you have raised, the administration rejects your request for the following reasons. You do not work eight hours straight. You fall asleep after brief work periods. You do not always follow the orders of the management team. You do not stay in your designated area and are often seen visiting other locations. You do not take initiative. You need to be pressured and stimulated in order to start working. You leave the workplace rather messy at the end of your shift. You don't always observe necessary safety regulations, such as wearing the correct the correct protective clothing. Go ahead and finish. Oh, okay, there was more. You will retire well before you are 65. You are unable to work double shifts. You sometimes leave your designated work area before you have completed assigned tasks. And if that were not all, you have been seen constantly entering and exiting the workplace carrying two suspicious-looking bags. Sincerely, v- Vagina. Vagina. Oh, my. Oh, I copied that off and let my mom, mom read it. Mm-hmm. She shared it with Jack. She shared it with Jack. Mm. They both got a kick out of it. Yeah. My indeed. Yeah, well, you want to know something? That is kind of funny. That is kind of funny. Yep. Uh oh. Somebody said the Super Bowl halftime show worse than a bad American Idol audition. Well. It was. I'm not a big fan of anything, and I was just a little disappointed in it, for the sake of the fans. Like uh, I said, me, the I, only the I only thing my mom pulled for the Patriots is for Bill. Mhm. So, but oh, yeah. But uh, let's see. 
trying to think. Um, see, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse has already won Golden Globe and the Annie. That's two out of three, but I can actually add the Critics' Choice Award because that's in there. It's nominated in the British uh, Academy Film Awards for Best Animated Film. And, of course, it's also an Oscar contender. If it wins both of those, oh, brother. Grand Slam of movies, right? Yep, yep. Grand Slam okay. for animation, I, anyway. Yeah. Can I say a joke real quick? Shoot. Rudolph the Red uh, looked outside, and he says, I predict it will rain. And his wife asks him, how do you know it's going to rain? Rain, And he turns to his wife and says, Rudolph the Red Nose Rain, dear. Oh. oh <laughs> that was an abbreviated version of the joke. It was a little longer than that, yeah. but but I remember I remember Colin Mockery had done something on Whose Line Is It Anyway. He said, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer dead at fifty three. And he said it was he was seen flying over Spain when he was hit by a flock of geese in a seven forty seven. Eyewitnesses report that the reindeer in Spain was hit mainly by the plane. Oh. <laughs> oh God. I, oh, I swear you Yeah, you see Colin Mockery doing the six o'clock new those newscasters. Oh my god. One of my let's see, one of my all time favorites one of my all time favorites one is when he said, um a man who was swallowed whole by a whale kept running until he was pooped out. Oh, my. <laughs> this is the 6 o'clock news. I'm Pierre because my bladder's empty. Yeah. Pierre, because my bladder's empty. <laughs> yeah. Or Lars oh. of the Mohicans. <laughs> yeah. They have had a blast on that show. Yeah. Still do. Oh, brother. Still do. Yeah, listen to this. Listen, listen to this. Damn, if Adam had just saved up a little bit longer, he could have afforded a Gibson Les Paul tattoo. <laughs> he's got a he's got a he's got a small tattoo of like the top of the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah. All right. I guess they're not reindeer. Yep. All right. Well, we are almost out of time for tonight. So here's what we got in store. Tomorrow, of course, is New Carsville Tuesday. Tim, you go enjoy your time at the rabbit hole. Oh, yes. And then Wednesday, we have our food fascinations topic. Uh, Valentine's Day may be known for uh, chocolates and roses, but we've got Valentine's dishes as well. Okay. So. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. And, of course, Thursday is the free-for-all, and Friday it's all reviews and Naughty Mad Libs. And the good news is one of my shows is not on because because of the Super Bowl, and it's still not on next week because of the Grammys. So it'll actually be just three shows to review ne- this week. <laughs> so, all right, here's me. All right. Anyway, hopefully you have turned the corner on this polar vortex nightmare that a lot of us have suffered through. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, my well, maybe not quite as bad as a polar vortex, but it's still. I wish the temperatures would stay in the seventies for a while. Come to my end. I'll be in the (laughs) seventies. No, I won't be coming till your end for another couple of weeks. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, um, please remember to follow. Excuse me. Yeah, right. Please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on our website, beyondtheairways.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, there are three ways to catch up. First, there's the Stitcher.com app available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle Store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search in the podcast for Beyond the Airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love, peace, and chicken grease. Everybody have a great night. Sleep well. Stay safe. Stay warm. And we'll see you tomorrow for New Car Smell Tuesday.
All right, that's all for tonight. And remember these three things. You, I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up! That's one. Number two. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am... And finally, number three. This is the voice of the Mr. Rons. We know you can hear us, Earthmen. Shut up! All right, Ooh. that's all for tonight. Have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow. Night, y'all. Good night, everybody. Chana. Yeah.